Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Camila Rueda. Today we're doing an interview with Lynn Azarki. She is the author of The Empathy Advantage, this book I have right here, Coaching Children to Be Kind, Respectful, and Successful. So a topic that is very, very important, especially in today's um, culture. So let's go ahead and join her. Lynn, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? We are good here in New Jersey, so thanks for being interested in empathy. Love to talk about it. Perfect. So, Lynn, just tell me a little bit of an overview. What is your book about? So, my book is about what I think is the most important social-emotional skill. I think parents and teachers get overwhelmed by all the social-emotional skills to pick from. I think, from my research, empathy is the foundation. It is the most important skill. So let's not get overwhelmed. Let's take a look at empathy. Let me start with the problem. Empathy is measured to be dropping. Our children are losing their social-emotional skills. We've got bullying and cyberbullying increasing. And of course, COVID is stressful. And then we have war around the world. So it's, it's a really challenging time for all of us, adults and children. Yeah, it really is a challenging time. Like you said, there's a lot going on in the world. So um, how do we even start to teach our children empathy with all of this? So that's a very good question. So let's start with ourselves before we teach empathy to our children, let's start with self-empathy, self-compassion. So there are a lot of great books, including my own, where I have a chapter dedicated to self-compassion with the stress and the anxiety increased by COVID. We really need to start with ourselves, right? We need to take care of ourselves first. So I have stress and anxiety strategies, mindfulness, uh, breathing exercises that when we can take care of ourselves, then we can be prepared to take care of our family and our kids, if you're a teacher, to take care of your classroom. So number one, mindfulness. Job one is yourself. Then I have a lot of tips for you how in these challenging times you can teach empathy to children and students. Okay, so starting with yourself is step number one. And let's dig a little deeper. Let's talk about COVID. I mean, how has that affected us and our children in these past two years? So I am director of KidsBridge Youth Center in New Jersey, and we're measuring increasing trauma, anxiety, and stress. So what we're teaching the kids is what, I've been a director for 20 years. I put everything I learned in my book to start with dealing with this even increased landscape. So what do we start with? Active listening, okay? We need to be present, which I know can be challenging. Active listening to your child, to your husband, your spouse, significant other that we start, that we're really in the present and listening to people. Sometimes, especially in bullying too, the best thing you can do is to do that active listening. So there's a whole bunch of, there's a landscape of other things that you can do with your family, nature walks, do things where you're present, um, weekly family conversations around the kitchen table, right? Again, the listening and having activities that foster empathy with your children. You mentioned COVID and the war. Let's walk in the shoes of other people. Let's walk in the shoes of refugees running for their lives, don't know where they're going, no food, not to be overwhelming to the younger kids. We need to be developmentally appropriate, but there are like, go to the library, right? Plenty of books on refugees and to have children understand the situation at hand. Yeah, and you know, this is a great topic. We're talking about the war in Ukraine. So 
it's something that's really difficult to explain to children. So how do we break it down for them and, you know, allow them to have that empathy? So that's a very good question. How do we break it down? So developmentally appropriate, right? So this is really not, not a subject for preschoolers, okay? So I would developmentally either elementary, middle, or high school. Be a team member, partner with your child. It's not like, here, go read this book. You can read a book together, an elementary school child, an elementary school book about refugees. I, I just took a, a bunch of those out of the library. Middle school, let's have a conversation. Or high school, you can look at books. You can also go online together. You can also watch TV together. So processing is as important as giving the information. For example, your middle school or your high schooler, you can watch TV together, which can be upsetting. In fact, it's hard for me to watch some of the footage but you can go on the internet where you really, you can curate before what you're watching with your child and listen to them and, and, and prompt them with questions. How is that mother feeling? How is that uh, man staying that has to leave his family? That you're asking your children to walk in the shoes. And now here's the most important part to empathy, right? Empathic action. So you're listening to your children and then what do they feel? Maybe helpless. This is a great time upon the foundation of empathy that you need to do something, which makes everything feel better. What can they do? Number one, you can ask for ideas or you can su suggest ideas. Let's make a donation. A child who's in middle school, high school, maybe they have $15, maybe they have $25. The value of the money isn't important is that they can be doing something, right? Or you as an adult in your family can say, I'm donating $100 or you can collect, I know there's different um, personal items that you can send abroad. So the point is, yes, you can feel, and yes, you can walk in the shoes, but then take that opportunity and what a great time with Ukraine and a great time with COVID, right? For people who have less, for people who aren't in jobs, for people who have health issues, stuck at home alone. The empathy, the walking is part one, but to take action, which makes us feel like we're making a contribution. And this lens of empathy makes us care about other people and it makes the world a much better place to live. Yes, taking action is very important. And it's a great way, you know, to set an example for your kids and everyone who looks up to you. So that is great as well. Also in your book, you talk about empathy as a way to, you know, reduce stress, anxiety. So how does one lead to the other? So we're, we're noticing in kids, again, this is a, a coaching guide to coach kids, but you can also coach, coach adults as well. So I mentioned the act of listening. Um, so the way is to really be, in, in addition to the act of listening, having meetings where you're working together. Um, it could be a nature walk. It could be a car ride. So you might be in a car nature walk where you can use empathy prompts. How is that man, you know, feeling walking down the street? How is this one feeling and that one feeling? And then on top of that is the mindfulness, which, which I mentioned before, where there are workbooks um, and books for kids of all ages on mindfulness. Uh, the other important point I want to make is it, you, it, it's never too late to start early. Starting early that you teach your children as early as elementary school to, to have these skills, to teach themselves these skills, 
so that we're not in a funk when we're adults, right? That we've learned these skills as, as younger people. So the other point, and I think this answers your question better, is the role modeling. We must be cognizant that ch our children are watching us very closely. And if we're stressed and anxious about what's going on outside in our society, in our home, our kids are copying those behaviors. So be, be cognizant that you are a role model. And again, you know, taking care of yourself, mindfulness, stress ball or something, but kids are watching us very closely in the classroom and in the home. That's very true. They're always watching. So you never know when you can, you know, be setting an example. They're learning from the day they're born, literally. Also, something that we see more and more is bullying, also cyberbullying with all the technology nowadays. So how can empathy play a part in maybe reducing some of this? Very, very good question. So this is something we do at KidsBridge, teaching children about cyberbullying. So we, we live in a bystander society. We are, we're largely bystanders as adults. We're afraid to get involved. We're afraid to say something. And so we're role modeling this for our kids. What we're trying to do at KidsBridge every day is to role model empathy and actions. So to answer your question on cyberbullying, worse in the last two years. Okay, so you see a situation where one child is making fun of another child or one child is excluding a child, right? So we don't use the word bully anymore because we don't wanna codify that behavior and lock that person into being a bully. It's a person who exhibits bullying behavior, right? Because we want this person to grow up to be a kind and thoughtful person. Empathy, walking in the shoes. Susie was excluded. Taekwon is being made fun of. Freeze, think, take a breath. We're asking kids to not pass off things that are mean and cruel, not to pass on videos that are mean and cruel and embarrass someone, to take screenshots, that's your empathic, empathic action, right? Take a screenshot and share that screenshot with an adult. Doesn't have to be your parent, could be a teacher, could be a custodian, someone that you trust, so that we're teaching children younger, number one, right? Step one, empathy for others. Step two, empathic action in the world of cyberbullying. Stop it, record it, and then pass it on because sometimes there can be safety issues, right? I mean, cyberbullying is 24 seven today. When I was growing up, bullying stopped at 3 p.m. We need to take this seriously, children's lives, are at stake and there's a whole world burgeoning now. I would in, in, encourage your listeners to check out media literacy where we teach our children how to handle media literacy with empathy, with kindness, with respect, with empathy. We have a lot of work to do. No, we definitely do. The work is never over. And now you were talking about, you know, stepping in the shoes of others and really teaching children that. So. I want to know why is it so important? For example, teaching a child early, you know, empathy and that skill versus not teaching one, you know, how can that affect them throughout their life and as they grow up? So the, the beauty of empathy, and as you know, I've done a, a lot of research for my book, where in the beginning when I started this journey, I was told empathy cannot be taught. And, and this is important to tell your viewers, empathy can be taught and it can be measured. You can increase empathy 
for your child. And let me tell you why it's so important. And starting early, it becomes ingrained. You're role modeling. They're copying what you're doing. The benefits are astounding. The benefits to your family. Who doesn't want a kinder, more respectful family, right? Family members listening to each other, having family meetings maybe once a week. So there's those benefits. Here's another benefit, less stress. We're living in a very stressful society with war in Ukraine and COVID, less stress for your family, more peace and more coexistence. In terms of benefits outside of your family unit, giving back to the community, what's not to like about that? We can pivot to the earth. The earth needs a little bit more help. There's a benefit to the earth, feeling for the earth, walking in the earth's shoes, younger people teaching them to be environmentally conscious so they can make contributions, whether it's cleaning up a beach or um, taking care of an, an animal. Here's another tip, pets in the home, great teacher of empathy. So any kind of pet is really a great thing for a family to have. So the other thing I want to leave you with is as high schoolers, you turn into job seekers. If you are an empathetic person, research says you become a better team player and a better leader. So the, the benefits are also for your children as they're leaving your house, they become a better listener, a better human being and, and more effective and compassionate in the workplace. What's not to like about that? Yes, and you know, especially now with so much going on, you know, we just went through the a whole pandemic and right now with the war in Ukraine, who doesn't need more kindness and more compassion? I mean, that's what everyone needs right now. So. It's never too late or never too early to teach your kids empathy, Lynn. And now tell us a little bit, um, where can we find your book? Thank you. So it's available, you know, at the, uh, I, I, I first start with local bookstores. Please support your local bookstore. They can order the book there. If not, you know, Barnes and Noble and Amazon, but um, it's a paperback. And again, it's tips, resources, I think, um, somebody, any, you know, a parent, a teacher, a grandparent. Grandparents are teaching kids today. I, I try to make it, you know, fun and friendly. So I would love for people, and then they can, I have a website, people can ask questions if they have any questions and I can coach people further. But it, please, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I think parents need some help today and kids too. Yes, I think we all do, Lynn. So some great tips and some things that we can all use. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for checking in and have a great afternoon. You too. All right, that was Lynn Azarki, author of The Empathy Advantage, Coaching Children to Be Kind, Respectful, and Successful. A great conversation there that not only we can pass on to our children, but also to each other, especially right now. Thanks for joining us here on Local News Live.